Today's date is 7-6-2022, Him Talk Radio, baby. I have been gone for a good minute. I have not been recording for a good while, but now that I'm back, I'm back with one of the hottest genetic guys in the hemp game right now. I've been seeing his genetics. I don't know. Okay, we'll put it to you like this. Anybody who's surviving right now in the hemp smokable flower game right now, they running his genetics. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Swanson, Alpine, High Alpine Genetics. Hey, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, good to be on. Hey, man, listen. I kept seeing your genetics all over the place, man. I kept seeing the farmers growing your stuff, and you know, I, I am quite the uh, I am quite the hemp uh, hemp sewer. So I've been smoking a good amount of uh, your genetics. I probably got like a quarter pound of Pink Panther right here. That's a good taste strand. Let me see what else. Ah, oh, I remember your um, what's the name that what's the name of that that super purple one, man. That everybody Alvin Glow. Well, all of us yeah, like yeah. you could have easily you could have easily sold that to somebody's actual weed if they know no better. Uh oh, I yeah. had that. Let me see. What other one have I had, man? Dang it. I can't remember. I, I, it's, it's a good amount uh, of your genetics probably, that I've tasted. That I've tasted. Yeah, that Alvin just has an amazing amazing terpene value and uh, medicinal value as well it's like one of the most medicinal hemp strains i've ever tried uh, it's like a, yeah. I, and i caught pepper I, I caught pepper coffee notes from that you, you you don't find you don't find unique terp strains like that in, in yeah. hemp these days yeah not, not even in like a, a lot of cannabis strains you know everything's kind of the same so that's super unique you know dominant in terpinaline osamine myrcene and lemonine in that order so yeah, super exotic. It looks, it smells as, as exotic as it looks. So let me ask you a question. Is that like a land race thing or is that something you made yourself? No, so uh, you know, it's a, I, I'm friends with this guy. He's a, his name's Eric Hempseed and he's a hemp guru, right? He knows everything about hemp all the time. Changed his middle name to hemp. You know, he's not big on the market yet, but we're just about to release some of his seeds. Um, uh, Oregon, wait, Oregon limited edition, but uh, you know he just knows everything, so he's always got me into genetics. But uh, you know, keeping me up on my game. But uh, you know, we just pulled auto flowers from from Europe, you know, and just what you know, I had a pheno hunt of a lot of different variations of terpenes and color, and then uh, I just we pheno hunted them, crossed them together, and then uh, came up with the Alpen Glow, but. You know, it's mostly purple dial, pink cushion, Zanabia black rose. Uh, None of that I'm so, even familiar with. They all sound yeah, like yeah, weed strands, they, you know. So I, you yeah, know. They, they are, you know, and uh, that, that, they have that pink cushion auto. They have a one that's a one-to-one -one and one that's also a CBD uh, Dom phenotype. So um, they all seem very similar. So I don't know who the real breeder is or what the real genetic is on that, but even the red pure CBD auto seems to be connected to that but it doesn't have that fruit flavor you know fruit forward terpene it's just it's just like redwood and like you know it's a little bit harsh so that's why i didn't end up using the red pier cbd as well but, I, feel uh, like so, I feel like you should have ran it man just for, just for i mean the more oh, I did. area i did but no it's not as complex as the alpine glow that alpine glow it registers 2.56 percent terpenes in the field so 
so super nice. Uh, but uh, so it's grace to cross into things and then back cross. So I do have a, a back cross of the Shaolin Glow Temple Cut to the Alpha Glow. And that's going to be released uh, here just in a few months as well. We're just pollinating right now. Uh, and that's a full auto. It should be F3s. The F3 will be released. Oh. And, which leads me to my first question. How did you get your start and how long have you been breeding seeds? In reference, in, in reference to hemp, per se. Oh, yeah. yeah. So 2016, uh, I just uh, always wanted to be a seed breeder, like ever since I was little. I don't know why I wanted to, I wanted to grow cannabis. I just I don't know what intrigued me about growing cannabis. So I was like, okay, what can I do to? Uh, I can't grow cannabis. That's stupid, Tom. What are you gonna do for your life? You know? And I was like, oh well, maybe I'll grow grapes to make wine. And then uh, you know, but it, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But uh, anyway, um, come back to the fact. You know, like I got laid off from the winemaking industry. Come back to Colorado. And, uh, you know, I got back into the cannabis industry and decided to start a business. And then as soon as I saw these hemp genetics, you know, I was going to make a weed seed company all based off purple, purple, you know, genetics. Uh -huh. And then as soon as I found hemp, you know, I worked with a guy who was Charlotte's Web up in uh, Aspen in RX Green. I was the lead extraction. Oh, I remember those there. guys. Yeah. And then uh, so uh, Charlotte's a guy from Charlotte's Web came in there and told me how easy it was to get a hemp license. And my mom was taking CBD at the time, so boom, I got a hemp license and I saw how beautiful these genetics were, like some, some of the most beautiful genetics I've ever seen. So uh, from there, I decided to make seeds for the people. And really that's what I do today is just, I make seeds for other people, you know? So that's why my genetics are open sourced. That's so anyone can do anything they want and I'll support them entirely. <clears throat> okay. So what's yeah. your, uh, what would you say your your most unique hemp strand you have uh, yielding wise, where you have, uh, you, you don't think you've reached that pinnacle yet? Unique? Yielding uh, wise. The highest yielding, is that what you're saying? What's the most unique hemp strand that you have in reference to, to, to its yield? To its yield? So far, uh, well, because I know you, yeah. it, you're constantly, you know, I mean, yeah, they all, uh, those F1 hybrids, they yield like crazy, you know, it's a hybrid with heterosis. So when you cross uh, basically a ruderalis or an autoflower into mm -hmm. essentially a cannabis sativa, or people call it a cannabis indica, you know, but it's all classified as cannabis sativa. That makes an F1 hybrid with heterosis, which was developed in corn breeding in 1908. And that uh, technique is taking two different species together, crossing them, and then that F1 cross is that is the F1 hybrid that has heterosis, which means it has more even germination, faster germination, higher yield, higher biomass, um, bigger fruits and flowers, which yeah, which we've seen. You uh, learned all this from you learned this all from the wine industry, man. Oh no, no! I've like I said, I've been obsessed with cannabis. You know, I went after Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. And I just got a, I got a medical marijuana card right away and started growing hydroponic in my closet. You know, so, uh, yeah. So I've been growing weed. You know, ever since high school, I used to ride my bike up the hill, and my mom thought I just really liked to ride my bike, and I was getting ready for soccer, and you know, because I went to like a. Uh, Kind of like a boarding school as a day student. It's like an outdoor oriented school. Like you boarding go, school, man. Yeah, but it was like a rafting. You know, like you go rafting, hiking, kayaking, biking. Oh, we didn't man, have. I get my man was in shape. 
yeah so uh, anyway so my mom thought i just like to really ride my bike so then i was just growing weed up in the hills uh, so i just <laughs> ride my bike up to the hills <laughs> right? and so yeah that's what inspired me you know i just like to grow weed so i don't know i think i've just been led in this direction i don't know how or why but uh you know to this day i'll eat like your grandma's cbd a day so really man like, yeah oh i love straight CBD plant i mean is it like just straight plant matter or is it like no some no type of... oil oil okay. yeah 78 cbd like that's what i'm eating around right now but uh it just really makes you focused and energetic and uh like if i don't eat it like i almost have anxiety and i you know get scattered and i don't know what to do but where if i do eat it you know i'm on point Oh, okay, so question from a guy that once upon a time dealt with anxiety. So I'm pretty, but you're yeah. in Colorado. Me and you spoke on the phone. You are, you're, 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 you're quite the uh, cannabis consumer. Um, how do you, how do you sit back and actually smoke all that high THC stuff without having an anxiety attack, bro? Oh, dude, or, with, or that's the, the CBD, CBD. I feel like, probably. Oh, okay, but uh, I don't know. Like, you know, working for yourself, I own my own business, you know, so it's always like, yeah, am I, I going to make it? Am I not? You know, like, do I have orders? Do I not? What do I have to do? Like, what seeds are going to press out? You know what I mean? So it's always, you know, a logistics issue. So I feel like uh, I've never had anxiety until this point. But so, you know, we didn't really give me anxiety except for ghost train haze, that shit. That's like a paranoid I'm not hammer. smoking nothing called ghost train. Yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but CBD really knocks the anxiety down and then it lets you focus. So you don't, you're not distracted or you're not paralyzed by you doing nothing, you know? I mean, you're not a fan of none of those alt, none of those alt cannabinoids like, like HHC or anything like that? Yeah, HHC is super poisonous. It's made with uh, heavy metals. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, you don't want to do any of those other cannabinoids that they're uh, super sketchy and they have a bunch of dis different isomers in there. They're adding all sorts of acids and chemicals and heavy metals. So um, it's actually super dangerous, too. I would just go all natural, you know, and, that, and even I was just thinking about this. Today. I used to do dabs. And I, I was like, you know, dabs are great and all, but they're not natural, you know? So I just went back to smoking weed and it's like hard to go back to smoking weed from dabs. I mean, I mean, taste so good, but I mean, I mean, uh, you can yeah. do dabs. You can do dabs made from freaking rosin. I mean, and rosin, I guess that's natural. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, totally. You know, but uh, like smoking weed, it's a lot easier. Yeah, uh, it is. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, my, my next question, man. You know, I'm all about the Terps, man. You know, average man, hemp gods. Even before my average man, hemp gods, man, I was, okay, my start was in, in, in smoking um, smokable uh, hemp, per se. Uh, I, I, haven't, I haven't mentioned this to you, but I used to have to order the stuff from offline that came all the way from Chechnya, some crap, but I don't know. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had to order that. I'd take all the seeds off because at once upon a time, I was trying to, get off of tobacco products um and i was looking for an alternative and i used to smoke i used to smoke that stuff there um i've seen this industry and i've seen the breeders guys like yourself take the hemp flower from one of those things that was only used for biomass to something that's um that's quite respectable um uh, to smoke it, it's definitely a, a alternative to smoking weed if you don't want to get the high but you kind of want the uh you want the relief so right I, I'm, I'm 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 big on turks i'm big on flavors and uh um, yeah and that's why the alpha is super uh 
super great, like super medicinal, you know, that alpha glove. And he crosses even with it, like Cat's Meow, it actually feels different than, I'm sorry, like Pink Panther feels different I never different tried Cat's Meow. Meow. I never so tried Cat's you, Meow, you, bro. You know, you know what I mean? If you smoke a regular hemp variety, it doesn't feel like one of those uh, hybrids between Alpen Glow or smoking the Alpen Glow. It's uh, yeah, truly unique for sure. So I, I say all this to lead into this question right here. Currently, so far, in your honest opinion, what's your most tastiest hemp strand that you that, that, that you kind of got available in your arsenal released yet so far? Or you feel like it? Oh, yeah. Well, I just released. I just did a big uh, drop, but uh, didn't really make it too loud just because I've been uh, super busy. You know what I mean? But uh, as soon as I do my next drop, I'll do an email blast. But yeah, I have this blue meringue out right now, and that's the lemon kush from Seeds of Satori. But I found a, just a crazy phenotype that's just uh it's like it's like bitter and lemony but super floral and it just it almost reminds you of like the hulk the way the the uh, buds built but just like purple and green you know what so I mean? you, you so you telling me that you getting three you get you getting three flavor notes off this thing yeah yeah it's it's insane and then so that lemon kush i crossed into the alpine glow and that's the blue meringue number two uh so and then also the that sour pineapple from uh, I got uh, you know the, all the sour pineapple super similar uh, from uh, East Fork cultivars, but uh, all, all super who, nice. Who, who super, they out yeah. of? They like what Colorado? They're no, they're out of Oregon. Uh, they're Oregon? Super, they have okay. a lot of yeah super unique genetics as well. But I don't know if they sell bulk or not. But uh, the the sour pineapple sour soup crossed with pineapple soup, so uh, it has a lot of those sour notes and just it's really different than everything else so um i'm using a lot of those varieties crossing them into alpha glow but then also have legendary og which is the next man that's so, my thing legendary, so legendary OG. og it's going to be hit to let to the lemon kush number two the pink pineapple number five for it already has been bro uh, and that's then, what i reached out to you remember i reached out to you pink about Panther. that yeah yeah, yeah, I love yeah. Legendary, been, legendary OG. I, I, I picked up a certified three flavor notes off that thing. Oh yeah, and so I'm making an R1 and an S1 as well, which will be released. One's more of like a chocolate chip cookie. It's like warm chocolate chip cookies, you know, like with vanilla, and then uh, the other one's kind of like lemon poppy seed muffins, almost. I, I mean, like real hashy and cakey. And my question is to a lot of farmers that might be listening to this, will it be compliant in their state? Uh, yeah, well, the thing is, uh, compliance all depends on the laws. Right now, it's 30 days before harvest meets compliance at 0.3% exactly. THC. So uh, compliance actually just got a lot easier. Everyone thought, everyone thought it got harder, but you know, 30 days before harvest at 0.3 is super easy. They were trying to, to do but, 15, I think. They, they have something else in mind. Yeah, so it depends on all the uh, the states. Some are 30, some are 15. You know, we used to have 10, but uh, that's why I like the Pink Panther. Cats Meow and the Tangistan R4 always are, they're always like right around 0.3, 0.4. These cushion varieties, they can spike a little bit higher, but uh, yeah. Um, the Alpine Glow does tend to keep it, you know, around 30 to 1 and keeps the, the cannabinoids just at the right level. So it doesn't usually spike too fast. But that legendary OG, I tested it in eight weeks. It was 30 to 1 at 15% CBD with 1% CBC. Uh, so I was 
but that was eight weeks but you know it's also uh you know you get a lot more weight when you have all that oil so it's you actually you know you can make more money essentially for you know per plant because you have more weight on each plant due to all that oil content you know i mean i know it's might be a stupid question to ask but i'm gonna ask anyway have you uh-huh. got a chance to smoke some of that legendary before that legendary og i've just smoked it just once just a, a hit of it uh you know the one the two finos well i smoked it i guess a few times just uh the two finos that i have and a couple others but uh, oh, how many phenomes over there is it well, I just pheno hunted it. Well, there's two. I got it from uh, Robbie Roland. He sent me the first ones, but I feel like that was a little bit more hermaphrodite prone and a lot nice of like uh, purple and uh, like larfy phenos. But that's the one that had really high CBC. And then the believer, Tyler Shannon, sent me the next seeds. And I haven't found any hermaphrodites or even bananas in those. And uh, they seem to be more bulbous and dense with bigger buds. So I don't know what's going on there, but definitely different generation of plants entirely, and they smell different. Like the second generation is more of that cookie pheno. It smells like really? warm chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, I, I gotta, and then the, I gotta get some of that. And then the older ones, that lemon poppy seed, kind of has that lemon poppy seed muffin. Um, but I feel like the newer ones, almost more refined. Uh, the one from Tyler Shannon, um, the Believer. Like I said, it definitely different bud structure, more dense. All right, me having to wrap it up. We got like 10 minutes left. Um, what can fi- let's see, what's the future of your company and its plans? Oh, I'm just going to continue to uh, press forward and make new varieties for the people and everything I can possibly make. You know, my facility is not too big, but uh, uh, yeah, my employee and I are really focused now on just breeding new varieties and pushing forward. Uh, now that we have popularity you know uh before when i made pink panther you know it took a while for everyone for it to catch on i was i didn't understand why so i didn't really press forward too hard and then pink panther really got popular and yeah uh, it just had to take it just it just it, farmers just pretty much had to make sure it's, it's actually flavor wise right. and yield wise it was on point i'm guessing right and then uh yeah it really caught on so uh uh, I just, yeah, gonna keep pressing forward and just mashing new genetics together, new autoflowers. You know, I have like Dynafem's old autoflower and I had Sedativa CBDV autoflower and I crossed that into Alpenglow. So I just, uh, all sorts of new stuff should be popping up. This new Blood Orange Diesel Auto that I'm working on. I mean, okay, I got one other question that's not even wrote down, man. What's, how do you feel about these guys who get, who, who get, who buy flour knowing it's Pink Panther and they name it something else for sales to make it seem oh, like they got exclusive no. genetics out here, man? How you feel about that? Oh, I don't that, mind. Man? I don't mind. No, anything they can do to market themselves, you know, whatever they want to do. Uh, it's, I just, uh, I'm here for the people. So if they want to call it a uh, strawberry shortcake or, Raspberry parfait, like more power to it. Oh, they have a man. Good I, I, from the smoker I standpoint, man, I hate it because I'm thinking this sub. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, oh, you know, it's it's, I, it's me, you know, like as a breeder selling to customers, you know, I I, I can't tell them what to do, you know. No, I, mean, I, I do want to mark to do it some way. They want to call it, you know, whatever they want to call it, you know. But some people, you know, have their own phenotype that is very special to them and they want to call it something else, you know. Even I call my, uh, I change, uh, you know, like I have my Shaolin Glow Temple cut. You know what I mean? I don't know. So I mean, because it, it, it's different yeah, yeah. from you. You're actual, you're actual breeder. It might actually be something different. It might be a right. different phenome for you or something like that. That's totally different. 
know what I'm saying? It's different. You you were actually breeding. Right. Right. And then, yeah, but people will catch on, you know, and that's what I've noticed is, you know, not that, you know, when you're selling flour, you want to put a bunch of varieties out there, you know, Uh, that way people will, you know, will try them all. But if you have something that's just, uh, you know, Oregon CBD renamed, people will notice it and, you know, probably won't, it won't be popular for very long. (laughs) Yeah, man. So I got, I I got kind of somewhat more of a personal question for you. Excuse me. What means the world to you, man? Oh, the the world to me? Uh, I I don't know. I guess family, uh, you know, the the only people that seem to care about you in the world is your, your family, you know what I mean? So, and, and also, uh, helping other people. That's why I built this business just to help other people. So it it, it has been. Which kind of yeah, leads me so, off to, which kind of leads me off to my next question. Uh, I see you and Hoku, man. I know y'all, 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 y'all the open, y'all the open source twins, man. What y'all got planned? Yeah, yeah. Can, can, that, that y'all can speak on. Oh yeah, well Hoku just dropped that OZF2, which we pull CBG phenotypes out of. But I, you know, I'm just really happy for him. To, you know, he's only. I I just want to push everyone to breed as much as possible, especially with CBD genetics, because uh, Hoku and I, maybe Zoe Therapeutics, Oregon CBD, but no one seems to be pushing a lot of new genetics out. Uh, so I'm really proud of him, you know, for doing that. And I, yeah, I just uh, I think he's a super great guy, super spiritual. So I just. Uh, I look up to him a lot. I don't know. I, don't I, mean, know if why, I, I mean, why you think a lot of people not pushing out new genetics, though, man? Oh, because uh, the the money's not there, you know, right now. Unless you yeah, don't, used you to know, be there, huh? like uh, yeah, Elon Musk said, you know, if you uh, enter a new, a new, uh, whatever, a, a new genre of business or whatever, you have to be ten times better than everyone else if you're making a product. You can't just be the same quality. You know, like he was putting out cars, he had to be 10 times better than everyone else just to be recognized. So, you know, at this point, uh, that's that's kind of what you have to do. So it, I think people realized that and people fell off the hemp industry. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's great for all the people that are still in it, but it would be great to see some brand new genetics. And I guess, you know, the few people that are in it, we're going to have to do that like uh you know, like Eric Hempseed and the, this guy Clint Palmer. He's working on some freak show. Oh causes. yeah, man! I know about her. I know about Clint. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, totally. And uh, we got Hoku, you know, and also Hemp Farmer Clay. So uh, you know, I guess we just got to keep pressing forward, making new genetics. Uh, so I deal with the question once, but. <laughs> oh, Haku, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, got uh, cooked up and planned, man. You pretty much yeah, yeah, so, answered the question, though, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, you know, pushing forward. But, yeah, I just, uh, we're, we're just working individually. You know, I just call them up and say what up and try to, uh, we try to give each other advice as much as possible. But, you know, everyone's on their own mission, I guess, you know. Understood. Yeah. And how, if the folks, have, if there's farmers, anybody that just, want to be able to reach you try out some of your genetics get a hold of some of the flour or some of the yeah. concentrate that i actually supposed to plant supposed to have brought but never did buy because i procrastinate too much where can they reach you at oh yeah uh www.highalpinegenetics.com my phone number is 970 um, you have an ig or a facebook page on your yeah it's high alpine, high alpine genetics with the z 
at the end because I've been deleting like three times, you know, Instagram is yeah, so, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. instead of an S to Z. But uh, yeah, just hit me up on there. And then if you send me a message, I'll call you back. But uh, and then if you grow my genetics, I'll, I'll repost them as well. I have a like a you know, a grower's page yeah, where you can find all my growers. That's a fire girl yeah. page you got, man. You know, all types oh, yeah. of freaking, all types of him going on there, man. Right, and just, just great to see everyone. It inspires everyone else to take pictures and, you know, post their pictures too. So it's a, it's almost like a community thing. I don't know. So I told you I'll be back, man. And here I am back with a banger with one of the hottest dudes in the hemp industry right now. You know, this is what I do. I'm going to try to do it as often as possible, man give the farmers the, the, the answers they need and uh so they can succeed it's an ox bethel here hemp talk radio y'all have a blessed one i'm out